Hello everyone, Ali here, uh, and uh, episode four of the Sentience Rocks podcast. Uh, we're delighted to welcome Jim Reed and Phil Buchan from Jim Reed Vehicle Sales today. Hello, boys. Hello, 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 and uh, joined by the glamorous Melanie Haywood hey. and the not so glamorous <laughs> Paul Averson. Hello. Um, so yeah, so what we want to talk about today really is social media. Um, something that is a subject close to nearly everybody's heart you know some people will swear blind that Facebook's the best thing Twitter Instagram and the like really what we're going to talk about today is the impact it has on the motor industry 2020 shaping up to be a a year of a lot of disruption around the FCA paper duty published rising costs of advertising cars rising costs of buying cars um, so we'd like to talk to, and we're going to talk to Jim and Phil, who, who've made quite a good fist of social media chaps, if I may say. That's all right. That's all right. Particularly, uh, I've never seen a video, Phil. Um, I can't think when it was now. Probably a year or so ago. Of you dressed as a bear. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which? That was genius. Right. So, guys. 2020's here, you run a car business, um, you know, you run an automo independent automotive dealer. What does 2020 look like, do you think, from a, from a, you know, a, be, a, a business to consumer, talking directly to the customer, you know, way? What, what, what's your views on how the market's going to go this year? I think, I think we're a continuation of the last year, only. I think the, the it's, it's been, it's been quite a tough last 12, 18 months, uh, like the toughest has been since, I would say, the downturn in 2009. So I think it'll be a continuation of the same. I think it will sort out a lot of the dealers who aren't, I suppose, doing something a little bit different. You can't continue to do what you're doing or you've been doing for years. You've got to look at things completely differently and uh, change the way you advertise and market your business. And, uh, you know, Take every lead and squeeze it to the very, very nth degree until you make sure it's a sale or it's completely dead. So when you say do you know do things differently, could I just pick that apart a little bit, you know, because there'll be a lot of independent well, hopefully, <laughs> a few independents listening and other dealer groups listening who, who you know, will will argue that they're trying their best, they're they're buying the cars, they're cleaning and preparing them right, advertising them, etc. So and expecting probably another tough year, what could they be doing differently then? What, what do you mean by that? I think, I think, Ollie, I think the, the main thing here is, you know, we've never had a better opportunity than now to advertise and market for ourselves as dealers. There's never been a bigger opportunity. It's due because of the, you know, the fact that you've got a, a, a smart device in your, in your pocket. You know, it's as simple as that. And, and you can actually post you can quite easily post vehicles, you can post posts, you can build your brand locally, you can build your brand you know, at a further distance, and you can sell vehicles from these social media platforms relatively easily if you do it the right way. So social media is going to be absolutely critical, isn't it, um, to, to a dealer's 
you know, welfare this year. What what impact? And I'm not expecting it to share, but you know, what what impact has using social media had on your profitability with regards to you know cost and time spent on it and all the rest of it? You know, how 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 important a role has you know Facebook, for example, played in your business over the last sort of 12, 18 months? Yeah, well, I mean, to give you an idea, we've just dissected the whole last 12 months. I mean, we do track, obviously, where our leads come from, and we do track exactly where the sales come from as well. So there obviously is a little bit of a, a grey area with regards to where the trackability or the traceability of these leads actually come from. Uh, but, I mean, to give you an idea, you know, what we do is we, you know, we will you know, put a percentage on each where the sales actually originally come from. So on social media, for instance, when we actually mark down a social media sale, or the sales come from social media, that means that it could actually be a paid customer hours, or, or a referral hours, which uh-huh. is a Facebook page, but they come from a specific post, or if it's a new customer, they've come from the Facebook page, and they've then followed us, and like our branding, like uh, how we put ourselves across and like the feeling of the company, hence the then come and bought from us. So there's a little bit of a green area because there's a lot of repeat customers who are actually followers in social media. Yeah. And you almost use Facebook as your, your CRM to a lot of Yeah, I mean, possibly yeah. they, they're building trust with them though, isn't it? You know, they, they see you're active. Yeah. Of course it is. So do you record yeah. the inquiries rather than the initial inquiry, but as the, what the post has specifically generated? Yeah, so I'll, 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 explain, I'll let Phil explain exactly what we do with that. Sort of thing, yeah? <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's really simple. We put a post up and the simplest way of doing it is simply just boosting a post. Every, every business has got a boost uh, button on their, their page once they've created a, a, a post. And it's simply boosted. You select your category, your target audience, and select the amount you want to spend. And off of that, you tend to find you will get um, some, uh, obviously, people message. At the same time, it's about how you write the post, um, what you're putting in the post, the photos. It's got to be eye catching, it's got to be a sales post. Um, but of course, people are just contacting us through uh, Messenger. Um, but we even put even a mobile number on the post as well, and sometimes people just text you. It, 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 it's making yourself open for customers to contact you whichever way they feel comfortable doing. Um, and then it, it's simply just keeping on top of it. And don't get me wrong, sometimes you get a heap of rubbish, you know. Um, we make it very easy for customers to, to contact us. Um, but at the same time, every customer, they're going to buy it sometimes, they've got to treat them right so that even if it's not now, it's maybe going to be in a year's time or two years' time. At least you treat them well, um, just through text uh, on Messenger or whatever, and that's why the sites come back years later on in the line. I guess it's a really approachable way to keep warming them. Like you say, even if it's a few years down the line, you haven't put a tremendous amount of effort into that little bit of interaction you might have had with them on social media, kind of in the beginning stages. It's just building. It, 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 it's really amazing how the amount of customers that um, follow us on social media and maybe sometimes don't buy, haven't bought from us, but they'll refer their friends to buy from us. Um, and it's that constant, okay, when they message them back and forth, that 
or maybe comment on a post or comment on a video and you comment back. And it's just a way of keeping in touch with the customers without being, you know, selling to them yeah. all the time. Um, you know, and that's one of the things, like I said, we've got so many followers, some of which don't buy from us from whatever reason, because they've got a business deal or whatever. Um, but yeah, they also tag their friends in our posts and tell them to go and buy from us, which is quite amazing. Phil, can I just ask as well, um, do you have a plan each week in terms of what you post, in terms of like regularity of what you post and content and so on, or is it just following, a, you know, something that you, I don't know, you know, that, that week sort of remit, or, you know, what is your plan around how many posts and the content each week? Yeah, I mean, I mean it, it, do we plan it out for the week? No. Um, I mean, we have a meeting every morning where we have a, a wee discussion and you know, any ideas, any fresh ideas, you know, yeah. things are always changing in the news, you want to try and keep up to date with things, you don't want to do the same thing we can be out. Um, but one of the things that we're pushing to do um, in regards to content is putting out 60 pieces of content a day. Now that's across all the platforms. Yeah. Um, and that's, okay, that can be anything from just a photo on the stories to an article in the, um, on LinkedIn, probably build that up over time don't you that feel for what you've posted and the reaction and the engagement and so on That's, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, two ways of looking at that, you know, is it enough, is it fantastic? But in my world, you know, 38% of your sales is, is exceptional. And, and something I've noticed with you guys, and I don't follow it that closely, granted, but the percentage of your posts that you put out, the content you create is, you know, it's a small, small majority of it, or minority, I should say, of it, is, is actually salesy. You know, like talking about cars, how much it is a month, what car it is. You know, you know what I mean? You, you, do, you, you do sort of go beyond that, don't you? It's very sort of interactive. You talk a lot about things that are going on in the industry at the moment, you know, comment on other people's, like you mentioned earlier, posts and in, in, engaging. Um, yeah. Now, for those out there that may be listening that aren't 
social media savvy, of which in the industry there are probably many. Um, certainly in our experience as a consultancy, you know, when we work with clients, um, not all the time, but a lot of the time there will be a huge opportunity being missed around social media. Um, you know, for those that listen, like I say, that, that don't use it, and then decide to post a load of cars for sale, what are your views on that? Because it's not something you guys do. Well, that's correct. I mean, what, what, you've got, what you've got to watch for is, you know, social media is a completely different thing from being on your website. You know, I've seen time and time again where garages have actually just taken the same photographs, the same content from their website and basically yeah. reposted it on, on Facebook. That's a wrong thing to do. It's a completely wrong thing to do. And people get switched off, you know. If they're looking for a vehicle, they'll find it on, the, on your website. Uh, you don't put it on Facebook like that. So you get dress up and, and, and you get built. It's almost like building the whole uh, detail of the whole thing. All right? you know, I mean, yeah. I'll give you a for instance. I'll give you a for instance. Yeah? So on, on Friday night, okay, uh, we, we bought on the Friday afternoon, late afternoon, we bought a Ford Ranger, uh, no VAT, 15, 2015 64 plate, uh, 52,000 miles, nice proper green car, didn't need a lot of prep. Now, that car wasn't on, or that uh, pickup wasn't on our Facebook, uh, sorry, on our website. But what I did at half past nine at night from home, which had a photograph of the vehicle on my phone, I posted saying, and the, the header was no VAT, and basically a brief description of what the vehicle actually had, but the mileage was nothing, I can't remember actually if it down price or not. I don't think I mean the price down. But what I said at the bottom was, you better be here first thing in the morning, because this vehicle is going to be sold first thing. Yeah? So that was the call to action. There's a guy appeared here half past seven before that actually <laughs> even opened. Wow. He bought the car. He bought the car before half past eight. Fantastic. It's full price. It's full money. Fantastic. And, and, it's a powerful tool, fun. isn't it? it is. So, <laughs> so, just, just, you generate a lot of content. And again, I just want to try and think about dealers that might be listening that, that thinking I'm missing a trick here. Um, and I want to talk about the classifieds. So, you know, there's a lot of grumbling out there about what certain classifieds cost. Um, you know, or a trader in particular, you know, you'd have to be, uh, you know, living underground to not hear the noise from various quarters around, you know, how much it costs or what impacts having on their bottom line. Um, you know, we hear from and read and see, you know, independently or just on social media about the impact the price markers are having on you know, high, low, medium, good, poor, whatever, um, on the classifieds, uh, not just or trade, you know, there's many, many others, car gurus and motors and, you know, wherever they're choosing to advertise. Um, and a lot will be, believe that there is no life after the classifieds, whichever one they choose to use. It is their sole route to market. But of course, they're most expensive. And then here you are, who, if I'm not, forgive me if I'm wrong, but you don't use Auto Trader at all? No. No, so and you, how long has it been since you last advertised the car on something similar to that? So, I mean, we do advertise cars on classified. So we use motors, we use Gumtree, we use eBay, AJ cars. But it's a very, very small amount of money that we actually spend, mm -hmm. uh, you know, on, on classified. So you do but use classifieds then? So it does form part of your marketing strategy, doesn't it? Yes, it does, because you've still got to try and find these 
new customers, not everybody's in social media, and you've got to get some of these people who are actually in market at that time as well. So you've got yeah. to have the vehicles out yeah, your active customers, yeah. Find your vehicles, yeah. The, the thing with social media is you're throwing the person out of the market before they're even in the market. Yeah. So you, the, the, the eye-patching, the nice eye-patching photo that's taken off-site is what's drawn them to the photo, which drawn them to the post, and they've gone, ooh, I can see myself finding that, let me inquire. They're not searching through Facebook to buy a car, necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're just fucking through their, their, their timeline, whereas you still need to have, obviously, the, um, the classified stuff because of those people that are actually looking to buy a specific kind of car that you've got advertised to classify. Plus, plus, the thing is, as well, Ollie, you know, I mean, when it comes to, you know, you're speaking with the, the, you know, the, the price markups or whatever they're, they're, they're called and that, and, 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 and the car gurus are the same as well, or very similar to, to what car gurus have got. Now, to compare, the customer's got to compare these prices, and we're not always cheapest, and we never have a price being cheapest, and then we provide a great service, we provide a good, very good product. Yeah. And, and it's top quality and it's and it's uh, prepared absolutely 100%. So we make sure that, that is the case on every car we sell. Now, if you're on classifieds, you're actually advertising, you're, you're paying to advertise alongside your competitors. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. 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 the race to the bottom, you know, because at the end of the day, you're, you're paying to be priced next to your competitors who are intent on making it the cheapest car that they've actually got. So we'll only ever drive down prices. Now, if you're actually on social media, you know, believe it or not, you've got very little competition on there, and we've got very little competition on there. And still quite now the sales, we're actually taking the customer out of the market or we're planting the seed yeah. for them to buy the you get, you get, even in the market. They're not competing with anything, you know? You're getting them earlier in the uh, in their in their well, they're obviously not in the market, but it's a passive stage. You are talking a bit earlier, which Obviously, is is and evidently is clearly something that aids margin retention, isn't it? Because if, if you're not if you're not beginning the conversation on price, the chances are, and something that we work with our clients on, is that when at what stage you're nurturing the lead has a profound impact on what you retain out of the lead. If you talk price at the start, you're going to end on price, normally a bad one. So, so you know, and, and whereby one of the big things there is obviously the fact that put something on Facebook for ourselves, you'll sell it quicker, normally. Yeah. Um, and the, the other thing is, there's that rush, because you've got all these people tagging their pals or whatever in it, there's all of a sudden a rush of, oh, it'll go quick. So you're selling it quicker, the, the, there's, a, you know, there's that feeling that someone else will get it for them. So they're in the same place for being able to handle and fight it. Like, you manage to keep more at the vehicle. I mean, can numbers? Yeah. So, so I mean, to give you that numbers on it, yeah. So just to go the back of what Phil's actually said there. Yeah. So per, per unit, okay. If we take the per unit of all the vehicles we've actually sold via social media, okay, and compare that with the vehicles that we're selling either to the peak or the barrels or through the paid, paid and classified system, we're actually making five hundred pounds per unit more. On the social media ones, right? Oh, there you go. That's newsworthy. Mm-hmm. So, so comparative to your classifieds, retain profit five hundred pounds more. Um, so, with that, sorry, Mel, go on. Oh, I was going to say, with figures in mind, how does your conversion rates compare to that from social media than the classifieds? 
Ah, uh, well, you see, that, that, that's a difficult one because, you know, at what stage do you actually, what, what stage do you actually classify them as uh, a lead? You know, is it because you actually just yeah. that, you in the force? You know, that, that, that's the issue you've actually got, but it's not exactly the same as, because if somebody, you know, if somebody called that to do a classify, say it's eBay and they are country and, they, and, and the message you do that, they're actually interested in that car, aren't they? You know, whereas, if they just see a, a random post on Facebook and they just, oh, what's the mile from that, what's the price from that, is that then a lead? Well, it is a lead, but the class is a lead. It's very difficult to actually put the conversion rate on it. Yeah, so, of course. I imagine yeah, when yeah. The, with the following gets bigger as well, it, there's so many people engaging with your content. Actually, are they all leads or, you know, yeah, how do you determine yeah, it's it? Exactly, it's exactly that. So it's not an easy comparison to make now. However, however... What we do is we do make sure that we do reply to every single person DMs and also comments on the on the on the pages or on the post as well to make sure we're obviously all uh, contacted. But they're all at different levels. That's what we've got to remember. So they're all at different levels. But what we try to do is we try to take them on the DMs or the direct messaging so they're actually off the, the post, yeah? yeah. So we can then discuss numbers and so on and so forth behind the scenes and make an appointment. You well, know? So um, with that, Jim. Right, yep. so, so 38% of your sales, um, £500 a unit more, I mean this is, you know, you know, really good headline stuff. What, some, something that, that, that uh, a KPI that we work towards and work with our dealers on is, is cost per acquisition. You know, what, yep. what are we spending to sell a car? Um, and that obviously comes, you know, this is a conversation for another day, but it, you know, from tight lead management, inquiry management. Um, yep. And all the rest of it, and all the things you've gone on with. But let's just let's just pretend that's all okay. Um, what what is the relationship? If, if you don't mind sharing, um, yep. I'll put you on the spot a bit. I know, but what's the relationship between what you're spe- what you're spending per sale on certain streams yep. to others? Is there a is there a difference? Is it is there any more? Oh, Absolutely massive difference. So I mean, I, I mean, again, I've not actually made, I've not actually done it for the, the classifiers. I should do it for the classifiers because that's where I'm spending most of my money. Ironically enough, but to give you an idea, on social media, it's eleven pounds per car sold. Goodness me, eleven pounds. It's about four pounds last year. <laughs> so so thirty eight so thirty eight percent. Of your sales last year, cost you eleven pounds to yep. attract. Is yep. that right? Yeah, so, so, so eleven pounds per car sold. Yeah. Can I just ask actually on that point? Um, just going back to something that Phil said earlier on, Jim, about you know when you take a lead from social media, you it sounds to me like you work it harder as well. Is that? Fair comment, or is it, is it just that the process is different and it's is it harder or easier, would you say, versus a classified advert? Um, it, 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 I speak to a lot of guys obviously in trade um, with regards to social media, the office can waste a time um, speaking to guys on Facebook because there's, there's leads that come through, and, and the, the problem is the classified leads are just as crap nowadays, right? <laughs> um, Really, um, I, I don't think that they're at any better quality. The great thing with Facebook is that if you're quick enough, if someone messages in, you're quick enough to reply. Yeah. Guess what? You're speaking to them. You can find out very quickly if you're. So, 
again, it's about it's just about it's just about inquiry management again, isn't it? You know, lead management. It's speed of response and engagement. Yeah. Because it's it, it, you know there's many out there, I'm sure, you know, and, and owners close your ears, but who salespeople are spending, and I know they are because we missed a shopping before we start working with them a lot of the time, you know, however long to come back to somebody if they do at all. So they could be spending as a business an absolute fortune on classifieds, but but without a good inquiry management process, you might as well be spending nothing mining. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you, if you look at it from a view of, of speaking to that customer, okay, once you've got them in direct message on, say, Facebook or on LinkedIn, yeah, which is obviously another one that works pretty well for us, uh, you know, it's like, it's like having them on the phone or having them on text. You know, if you've got them classified, guess what? What you're actually doing is you're emailing them back and forth. Go and ask somebody in their 20s how many times to check their email and how many times to check versus how many times to check their Facebook page. Yeah, it's a fair, it's a very, it's a very, very good point, isn't it? It's a very good point because it's 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 preferred method of communication, isn't yeah. it? Knowing which is what, which is well. yeah, knowing your audience, yeah. preferred method of communication. Well, it's live, isn't it? it that is what it is. Yeah. It's live. In yeah. a society where we want everything instantly, especially responses, you yeah. know, you're talking different languages. If you're emailing somebody, but they'd rather be on instant messenger, for example. You know, are yeah. you winning more? Well, you are winning, more, evidently, more business purely because yeah. you are quicker, more efficient at dealing with the inquiries, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, another point that we get thrown thrown back to us, which is quite, which is quite, we quite enjoy, Ali, is is a lot of people say, ah, yeah, it's okay for you guys though, because you're selling, you know, golf GTIs, golf R's, Focus RSs, your Ford Rangers, without that. Uh, so it's, it's a lot easier for you. I, I, and the thing is, I agree 100%. But guess what? That's what we go and buy because we know how to riddle them. We get riddled through social media. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's an absolutely useless argument from somebody who is the sort of person who says, well, it's all right for you because you've done this and you've bought this car to sell, is an idiot and deserves to go out of business because. Is, is, is because if you're not buying the right stock, marketing it in the right way and dealing with the choirs properly, then Correct. whose fault is that? Correct. Whose this fault is, is that? So early. I mean, was it seven, eight years ago? Like about eight years ago, we started Facebook like nine, ten years ago, we, we started kind of dabbling with it. Yeah. And we've changed our whole stock profile really um, to aim more at social media cars. footprint maybe some SEO stuff going on there maybe some uh, you know within a 10-15 mile radius focus but 
more so a focus on delivering excellent customer service and experience so they do come back yeah. with with a strategy, uh, albeit you know an iterative one, around social media. So b- between the two elements of looking after your customers locally very, very well and um, have a buying for social media, buying the types of cars that using your content that you create contributes to the 38% is that without inverted commas advertising a single car anywhere else you've already hit 88% of your target correct absolutely yeah it's, you know, that's, this is the whole base this is the whole basis of business isn't it you know, you know there's, no, there's no point you know, there's no point in going out to social media and start shouting about obviously your business being really good if it's not good you've got to yeah because they'll soon find out won't they business correct for a start you know you've got to make sure that listen you are that smiley person that's on video when you're on Facebook and you have exactly that same person when the person just comes through your door and you've got to treat them exactly the same way because that's the expectation. You've built the expectation. Yeah? So that's you know, what you see on social media is exactly who, what and who we are, you know? And, and, and that, you know, gives up to the customer that you know, you've built the trust and it means listen, they're exactly the same in real life as they are on social media. So why wouldn't we buy, you know? But you've got to have your business model prep. You've got to make sure you look after your customers. If something goes wrong, you've got to make sure you put them right, uh, and, and you've got to put the deals together. It's a simple thing. I think it's a brilliant position to be in. I just wanted to go back to something um, that you said earlier on in the call um, about when you know businesses decide to start using social media kind of as a you know as a trial, the first time that they're really going to use it, and they just go on there and whack a load of cars on, uh, almost as a catalogue and a kind of replication of their website. And I think a lot of them, and certainly the ones that I've been working with, tend to get disheartened at that point and, you know, yeah, kind so of give work. up. It's crap, it don't work. Yeah, and, and I just want, and it might be quite a nice point to end on, but have you kind of got some good tips for, you know, maybe the first steps in, in starting that up and kind of being a bit more successful with it? Um, yeah, um, I suppose one of the big things there is just perseverance. Um, I mean, like I said, we've been doing this We've been using Facebook for you know, over eight years. It did not happen overnight. Um, you know, we, we were stuck at we could get over sixty-five likes on our page for months. We couldn't get past sixty-five likes. Now it was just okay, it's perseverance. It's being continuous, um, and that's got okay, three things written down uh, as, as things to take away. And one is if you're doing Facebook, don't do it to sell things as such. Can you do it to build your brand? Um, you know, you want to build your brand. You want build the, the reason why people can buy from you if they are buying from you. Um, so you want to do that. And the other thing is um, you got you want to keep it local. There's no point in going and doing that if you are doing ads, if you are paying for ads, there's no point in boosting ads to the whole of the UK because that's when you will just get all the crap of the day coming through in your um, mm. doing your messages. You might so, well go on auto trade then I guess. Good yeah, point. Keep, keep it local, you can build your brand local. Uh, just keep it constant. Just keep plenty of stuff going through it, um, but again, but change it up um, at the same time. Fantastic. That's, that's my point. <laughs> I mean, you know, credit to you because what you've done, with all due respect, isn't revolutionary. What you have done is self-taught um, perseverance. You've analysed where your leads have come from. You've analysed the impact on your business. You've run your business like a business. You've not run it like a car dealership. A lot of people run car dealerships like a hobby. You know, buy a load of cars, stick them on the forecourt, whack them online, and then moan they don't sell them. Um, 
you know, there's analysis in there, there's metrics in there, and, you know, to achieve 38% through search, 11 pounds cost per acquisition is about fine tuning, is about giving it a crack. Um, I mean, we're, we're just about out of time. So, so the thing that I'd probably like to, the last thing I'd like to ask really, or would like to ask is, you know, it's January 2020, a lot of yeah. dealers out there who, have, who who may have heard this thinking, oh, I need to get on with social media. If Melanie's point earlier, well, how could they start? But more so, your own personal opinion is what are the what what is the impact? What could the impact be on particularly independents, or it could be groups, but on not heeding some of your advice, not getting into social media, but treating it as a brand build and not salesy. <laughs> What do you think the impact could be on these dealers during this year, given everything that's going on, if they don't quickly get their arms around this? Yeah, so I mean, you know, again, that's very, very simple, Ali. You know, you're, 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 if you're not on social media, you're basically not getting seen and you're not getting heard. It's as simple as that. That's where people have to hang out, to hang out on social media, and that's where people are at. And different types of social media, like LinkedIn, Facebook, is all different, different types of days and different types of people, yeah. but they're all on social media. If you're not on social media, you as well lock in the place just now to sell all your cars uh, to the trade, because... The world's changed, isn't it? The world's changed. I used to hang around snooker halls and pubs, um, not not social media. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, I know, I know. When I spare time, I thought I'd go for a couple of frames with some of my friends. And a, but anyway, that, that was then. This is now. Facebook's, although it's all huge, it's not the the next big thing. So most of the time, I speak about your Facebook. But I mean, there's new things that are you know on the horizon, which. Again, and the thing is, if you're going to do Facebook now, you're going to be arguing you get left behind. So. Yeah. yeah. Better get up to date yeah. before it gets updated. TikTok, because my, yeah, exactly. my, yeah. my eldest exactly. son keeps telling me I've got to get on TikTok, Daddy. Be cool. Oh, God. Yep. I know. Please don't get on that. I know. <laughs> I'm not going to. Guys, um, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us today. Yeah, thank you. Um, it's been really insightful. Congratulations and well done on your success through it and yeah, your perseverance. Uh, wish you all success and more for, for, for 2020 and uh, any dealers out there who've heard you know firsthand from, from, from Jim and Phil ask yourself a question you know what are you going to do are you just going to sit around on your hands moaning about the price of classifieds moaning that other people have got better stock or are you going to get off your ass and do something about it like these chaps um, so you know well done happy new year to you and we look forward to seeing you soon Thank you. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.